This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite reality TV shows. Our views do not reflect the contestants outside of the show. Yo, 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 it's Salam Nerds. My name is Lee, a.k.a. Watch me, I'm here, my boy, Jack. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with Christina. Welcome back, Christina. How are you? I'm all right. You know, living. All right. We're so happy to have you back, man. We're, we got to wrap up Love is Blind, man. This, is, uh, this has been probably the worst season I think that they've had. Like, I, it's been like, meh. Like, I don't like any of the contestants. I don't care about any of the love stories. I think they're all problematic. I think they're all a little toxic. Uh, there was nobody I was really rooting for. So I w- and then there's so much controversy from this season where like people are getting sued. People are getting sexually assaulted. It is insane. Mm-hmm. People were claiming they were kidnapped and, and kept there without food. Uh, this season has been a shit show. Uh, Christina, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, it's funny because before I started watching the season, I said to Dome, my husband, I was like, I heard the season's a mess. And yeah. like, it's even more of a mess than I could have possibly imagined. It was, it was a mess and it was also so fucking hard to watch. Like, so hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone commented, love, uh, is, love complicated. is complicated. <laughs> yeah, brown boy wonder. Um, you're, you're totally right. Um, this was a, a hell of a season and it was really hard for me to, to get into it. I'm kind of glad it had less episodes than the normal season because I was like, Yo, let's just get this over with. Uh, I was, I was kind of done with this. I don't even know if, if next season is going to do well. I don't think anybody has gotten a lot of followers or anything like that from it. Yeah. So well, that's, that's kind of how other I, thing. I feel like a lot of the people who did it did it for clout in some way shape or form like yeah. you know all these other couples have gotten so much out of it from yeah. past seasons that they like this season clearly i felt like you could tell uh in certain people that they were just like i'm here to be seen and to be known yeah like i totally agree with you because like in the first three I would say uh, seasons. There's always like these like wild characters, and they're very problematic, and they're very like uh, in a way, you know, almost like cartoonish, right? And they get a lot of followers, and then there's the victims who get like treated awfully by these people, and they get we'll a also lot of get followers, a lot of followers, yeah, right. So the the villains get a lot of followers. The, the victims get a lot of followers, and then the people with the actual good love story get a lot of followers. 
This season had none of that, and I don't think anyone got a significant amount of followers on there, and I don't think it was worth it uh, for a lot of these people, especially uh, some of these people who, you know, <laughs> uh, are, have a reputation now, and you, people got to see mm-hmm. them gaslight people in, in real time. It's it's scary. There's it was like nothing- watching. It's like it was like watching high school, but like for twenty and thirty somethings, and I was just like, this is gross. <laughs> Yeah, it, it really triggers uh, me when I watch somebody just gaslighting somebody in real time. It's so scary. And even when they do it for fun, like there is this game that we brown people play. Um, I don't know if other other people play it too, but it's called Mafia. And basically, oh, yeah. yeah, so you guys know it too. Okay, all right. I always, I, I thought it the brown thing because I always played with brown people. <laughs> I've never, I've never played it with white people. So <laughs> I just assumed it was a brown thing. It white people be. taught it to me actually, so. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! I'm I'm such an idiot. I forgot to explain why Jazz isn't here. Oh my God! I am such a bad host. I am such a bad friend. Jazz is not here in today's episode because Jazz is a new uncle. He Yay. just had um what you call it? Oh my God! He just uh, his, his sister just had a kid. And he is a new uncle, so he is in Dallas, and he is hanging out with the baby and spending some uncle time and trying to uh, gaslight her into thinking that you know he's her favorite uncle, <laughs> which is what you gotta do. All That's uncles gotta works. do it. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> you you gotta get them. You gotta get them when they're young. Um, I have to compete with like two other uncles, so I'm always like spending extra time with my nieces and buying them gifts. Like I don't give them gifts. I take them to stores and have them pick out a gift. So there's a memory created with that. See? It's like a whole like episode in their brain, right? Yeah, like, it's a whole episode you know, in their going brain. Somewhere man. you're getting them things. Maybe you get them a snack that they you don't need. Yes. Have. Yes. Oh, uh, what's that word? A core memory. That's what they're called. Core memories from inside <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> so like where the other uncles, they live far away. So they'll just eat mail something. And like, I'll tell my niece, like the mailman gave it to you. <laughs> it wasn't from your uncle. <laughs> <That's so weird. laughs> it's from the mailman. <laughs> I'm the only aunt. So it's just me and then three little, a nephew and two nieces. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Um, Where was I before I went on to the tangent? Uh, Mafia. We were talking about... Oh, Mafia. Yes. So uh, when you play Mafia, you have to convince other people you're not lying or you're not the murderer. You're not the, the, the villain. And I've seen people play and I've seen them like gaslight other people. And I'm just like, yo, you're a little too good at that. <laughs> you're a little too good at that. And that scares the crap out of me. It's like they're all too ego, except for in this show, like in this season, it was like all of their actual egos. It was like, I know, yeah. I know there was, there was really nobody to root for. Um, but l- let's break it down. Let's go into uh, the finale, which everyone's wedding, everyone's wedding dresses look nice. Everyone looked really super. Um, but unfortunately only one pair said yes. And that was Milton and Lydia. Did you think Milton and Lydia were going to make it? Um, no. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> no, I thought, you. I mean, you obviously, obviously knew that Lydia was going to say yes. Like, she was in it for her husband, period. Like, it didn't matter. Lydia actually... came on the show with a mission. She was leaving with the fiance. She was getting married. <laughs> for sure. But, like, Milton just, to me, seemed so, like, analytical and kind of, like, just like kind of down the middle, really 
you couldn't read him. I wouldn't say he was unsure. You definitely couldn't read him, especially the way that he like talked to his family and just like his reactions to things with Lydia and uh, around surrounding Lydia. I was just like, I don't know, like this is a lot to think about. Um, so him saying yes was a kind of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a surprise. I, he's somebody that I feel like kept his feelings close to the chest. Like he was like, all right. He's like analyzing things and trying to see like what's the best outcome for this, but he didn't want to share it with too many people because he was maybe he wasn't sure. He was still developing. He was gathering more data as we go along. I think he was gathering data data till the end. Yeah, and I also feel like that was like I wouldn't say he had a split personality because that's like an actual disorder, but like he definitely had two parts to who he was. There was the external kind of goofy, aloof, like make you think I'm this superficial kind of like not paying attention person. And then there's like the person that I guess Lydia saw and that he used to help make him, him, his decision at the altar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Lydia feels like somebody who in a relationship would just like steamroll the guy, but Milton pushes back. He doesn't let her steamroll, which I think like works out well for them. I think that's a, it's a good mix. Uh, Someone someone said, should Will Smith and Jada be on the next season? Love is blind. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, the show is called love is blind. Not love is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Love is dramatic for no reason. I know they're having a new, she's coming out with a new book or something. I believe she did come out with a new book. Yes. That's wild. That's like, Everything I know about them is against my will. <laughs> um, speaking of Will and Jada, Will, will Smith posted a like com- official comment video today on yeah. social media, and he literally just sneezed. Like all he did was sneeze, and I was like, "Oh, well, that says a lot." Weird. I don't know. I, I I know like, there's a there's a J Cole song where he goes like the Jada and that Will love, and now he doesn't sing that part. He leaves it out. <laughs> like you go to his concert he will actually like not sing that part it's so funny smart for him though smart for him disassociate <laughs> in any way possible yeah he's like this no longer these lyrics no longer apply uh which i thought was pretty funny um all right so milton and lydia are married they get together the family's happy then we get stacy and izzy who izzy's real name is ishmael I had no idea. <laughs> I, was just, I really just thought his name was Izzy. Izzy I mean, it makes time. sense. His his um, family was, what are they? Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Witness. Yeah, so like biblical. Totally get it. Yeah, yeah, totally get it. Makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had a falling out with, with that too, so maybe that's why he goes by Izzy. So maybe, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so they had a very strange uh, thing. So basically he says, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, I want to say I do, but nah. And then she's like, but I still like you. And then they kiss and they act like everything's all good and like whatever. And then people cheer for them as they leave. Hella awkward. Um, and then he talks to his mom for a little bit. And then he talks to Stacy. And they're not good. They're not happy. They kind of just like, I don't know. I feel like there was something missing in the editing. But there was a big shift between their kiss at the altar and then him saying, no, he doesn't want to be with her. And as she leaves, he goes, that's why you're 33 and not married. <laughs> like, I was just like, damn. I still go for the same 45-year-old. So, like, Izzy. Oh, Izzy. So, first off, I just want to point out that Izzy had said multiple times during the season that it took him a while to process his feelings. So, mm-hmm. like, to me, 
knowing that and having him be like, it's okay. I support you. Let's make out at the altar and give everybody what they're here for. And then like the switch to him being petty and angry, like totally made sense to me. Was it warranted? Maybe. I mean, like when I saw Stacy first on the screen, I was like, oh, she's totally not going to say yes because she had a a different like jean jacket. She didn't have the Miss Zapata um, Mm. jacket on. She had a jacket that said bride, which apparently Netflix gave to all of the brides. Um, But anyways, she had the bride jacket and I was like, bro, that's a straight now. Like to me, that was like the the giveaway. Um, But anyways, so like I kind of knew that she was going to say no. And then, you know, her saying no in the way that she did implied that they were supposed to stay together. Like she wanted more time with him essentially because that's what she said they needed. Um, And I mean, Izzy was mad and then he didn't give them more time. So it kind of made sense. I think Izzy was also like Izzy and Stacey, if they had gotten married, would have made the perfect pair because they're both petty as shit and they're both like little mean girls in two different bodies. Like it's just, yeah, they're gross. They, they, <laughs> they're they gross definitely, ultimately. That's my final they, verdict on them. No, they definitely are a bunch of mean girls. As we see how they treated uh, Johnny, <laughs> so I t- totally get that. Um, yeah, and then he she he did also mention like that's why you go for forty five year old guys with with money. And he's like, I don't think my credit was that big of an issue. Um, I don't know. It's kind of sketchy the way he uh, was hiding it, but also I feel like that's just an excuse that she is grabbing onto. Um, it is very strange that he told other people in the in the pods about his. He was very honest with them. And then with her, he what that he wasn't. He was just like, well, it never came up. And I was like, eh, I'm pretty sure it came up a few times. Or you could have had an opportunity to say about it a few times. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It it's kind of I mean, kind of strange. In Izzy's own words, but about Johnny, sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. Yeah, he's sketchy himself, bro. He's sketchy yep. himself. Um, all right, now let's talk about the reunion. So the reunion is going on, and there's a lot of fun stuff happening. Uh, I don't know if I would call it fun, but well, I also feel <laughs> like uh, someone told uh, Vanessa Lachey to chill out a little bit, and she was a little bit more chill than the last season, where she's like, you haven't babies yet? Are there going to be babies? I mean, but also, like, there's only one couple, and, yeah, yeah. you know. That's true. That's true. Uh, so she did take a little bit of a, uh, a seat back on this one, which I thought was pretty funny. So Milton and Lydia are still married. So good for them. Happy couple. Uh, that was that was interesting. And they actually had a second wedding in PR, which makes me feel like, yeah. oh, shit, this was real. Like she took him back home to the homeland. When you yeah. take somebody back to the homeland and do a wedding, like that's legit. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, but then for me, I was just like, "Is it for a show too?" Right? Like, you got to put you got to put on a show for your for your people in in your homeland. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm still skeptical about it because um, I literally saw an article or something that said that Lydia and Milton are currently living in two different places. So. Oh no! Already. Apparently, uh, well, the- he got a job in California. And she's still in Texas. So they've been doing long distance. But I'm just like, okay, that's like another tally in the like, oh, I don't know if this is really real column. That that sounds a little fake to me. Because he was talking about how like in his job, 
he used to just like work all the time 24 7 and now he looks forward to coming home and being with his wife so you're telling me mm -hmm. you know you, you you've had that revelation and then you decided to take a job in california where you don't see your wife anymore mm -hmm. um i don't know sounds a little weird chalk it up yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were talking about how their family is getting along a lot more they're like uh lydia has, has made their family more emotional and she's very close with their mom um, now for me, is that like, is she really close with their mom or is she doing the same thing she did to Aaliyah and just like slither her way into a friendship or something like that <laughs> for her own reasons? I don't know. Like she is somebody who I'm um, just like, you know, she, 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 she becomes friends with people really quickly, but like, are her motives all like genuine? Yeah, that is a really good question. And one I'm not going to speculate on because I mean, we're only hearing Lydia's side of the story, period. That is true. And, that is true. And I don't know if I believe that in the first place. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's see. And then uh, Stacy talks about how she tried to make things work after the uh, proposal. And basically, what she said is she wanted to start over. And Izzy was like, no, let's not start over. Let's just go back to being engaged and get married soon and like once we know and i don't know what the difference is like well like i mean like what's the difference between starting over and starting as still engaged like you still know each other for the same amount of time yeah and also like izzy said this in his like testimonial during the finale episode like how long is gonna be how long is that time going to be, right? Like, what does That's that time fair. look like for her? And so, like, it makes sense that he was just like, no. It doesn't make sense what he said after that. But, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes sense that he was just like, no, I don't want to start over. We already have a relationship. But then, again, how long is long enough for you? And, like, what does that look like for us? And yeah. we've already made it to this plateau or, like, this level in our relationship. Like, why would we downgrade because then that's to me as someone who's been in in all of those positions like dating yeah. fiance and otherwise like that only puts you in a precarious situation relationship wise yeah i guess like i i see it very differently because i'm brown so we go straight to engagement to marriage like we don't do dating that much like like uh muslim people like at least like we're, we're very quick with that um so I, I i guess that's a pretty important perspective uh but he does say he didn't talk to her for a year after that happened damn that is very and the only reason they talked to each other was because her family saw him at a bar that they were both at and her family had that like basically started up the conversation again so. yeah and then they, like he came up to her at the bar and that he hugged her like nothing happened and i'm like well she reached out to you when your when your dad when your dad passed away and you ignored the text so like there's definitely some harboring of like feelings he said there he was mad right like he said he was mad so i'm just gonna chalk it up to him being mad which like i get people hold on to grudges and mad feelings yeah. for a long time yeah yeah well, we got some comments saying long distance is always tough that's very true mm -hmm. and starting new means being strangers again that's tough uh being strangers again is uh somebody that you used to know like one of those <laughs> situations <laughs> uh for sure um all right yeah so apparently they have a great friendship now so they're very very good friends um they're homies and at one point they had a they were both out 
and had dates, and they both decided to do a cooking class, and they both ended up at a cooking class with their dates and got put into a foursome, which is pretty funny. That's so <laughs> wild. But also, like, that's how small the world is, right? Like, you run into people, you know, especially if you're in the same city. Yeah, they said that over and over again. The bars in Chicago are very small. Like you, you'll run into people over and over again, which is very, very interesting. Um, speaking of bars in Chicago, uh, we find out that Chris cheated on Johnny. Like, what the hell? So, uh, this guy was like the nicest guy. Like, legit, like, America thought he was a hero the way he was standing up for Johnny. He was like so, like, such a stand up guy. Like, literally a stand up guy standing up for her. Uh, but apparently, after that barbecue, he ghosted her. And then she found out from a friend that he was with somebody else. So, basically, he was just ghosted her and then cheated on her. And he just, like, had no excuse. He goes, yeah, I did that. My bad. <laughs> I mean, at least he admitted it, right? Like, at least he admitted it. And he also admitted that he had a hard time, like, he has a hard time confronting people about difficult conversations. I get it. Like, conflict avoidance is a real thing. But, I mean, dude, getting ghosted, especially when you think you're in a relationship, sucks. Mm. Like, I kind of feel bad for Johnny. But I'm also, like, karma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Um, and then we find out that J Johnny had actually tried to date Izzy. And I'm just like, wait, Izzy, after all the shit you said about her, all that shit talking, you guys, you guys try to they made out do something? at a bar. <laughs> and then in her, in his Jeep. <laughs> yeah, then in his Jeep. While Stacy and Chris were in the same bar. Or at least Stacy was in the same bar. I was just like, wow, like, messy is just not a word that capitulates everything that has happened. Yeah, it might mean I have to go to bars in Houston. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just fucking crazy. Oh, man. I didn't know Houston is so, like, uh, I don't know, incestual, where everybody knows everybody. It's kind of crazy. I've only been to Houston once, and it was for work. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone was at the same bar that I worked with, so that's the only perspective I have. Jersey's not like that. Jersey's, like, so different. Like, it's, it, I have met people in new york and i'm just like oh cool man i'm so glad to meet you man you're so cool and it turns out they're from jersey and they live like right like two blocks away from me and i'm just like what <laughs> so it's so funny legit i have probably have like 10 friends i've met in new york who happen to be from jersey and i had no idea That's wild. So, yeah jersey is very different like that uh Jersey is a very no new friends kind of thing. Like the friends you have. Oh, in, I mean, like, I grew up in Jersey, so I totally get the no new friends situation. But I yeah. also like didn't really spend a lot of time in New York when I could drink. So I don't really know what the bar scene is like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was. Yeah. I remember when I a lot of my friends who just finished college, they would go to bars all the time and I would be the designated driver. So I've been to a few. And it was definitely a scene, but you never meet like the same people over and over again. It was it was kind of weird. So I don't know. Um, all right, let well, now talk about Alia. She came on Guns mm. of Blazing a little bit, uh, and she said that she tried dating Uche after the show, mm -hmm. which was surprising. And she heard from other people, other producers and castmates that. Uh, he was saying that she's just not his type. She is not physically somebody he would go for in the real world. Damn. Uchi's Damn. a douchebag. <laughs> he is. He comes off so, 
like tries to be so analytical and stuff like that, but he's really just condescending. Is, he's condescending. He's he is dramatic. Like he yeah. is the definition of like boy drama, uh, or fuck boy. Definitely fuck boy. Um, yeah. He's just an asshole. Like, like I he, would if I ever cross paths with him. Like I wouldn't even. Yeah. I don't think I would look at him twice. It's it's really interesting because because I know guys who are just like calm all the time. But they're like manipulating and gaslighting you like crazy. Mm -hmm. But they're the calm one, so they seem sane, and you seem crazy, which is kind of what happened with him and Lydia, where Lydia's screaming at the top of her lungs and super emotional, and he's sitting there super calm. But like he knows he he, he flipped the switch. He knows he liked the fuse. Mm -hmm. It's almost <laughs> like sociopathic, right? I don't know if it. I don't know if he actually is, uh, but it's Ooh. yeah. You have to read this book. I have this book. It's called The Sociopath Next Door. And this lady did a lot of research on sociopaths and stuff like that, right? Now, sociopaths are not psychopaths. They're very different. Mm -hmm. They're basically people who cannot uh, empathize with you. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they lack empathy. Uh, and they're saying, like, you don't realize how common people are like sociopaths are they're so common there's like one in eight people are actual oh, sociopaths wow. it's something crazy and majority of them are very very successful they're like ceos and presidents and okay like, so maybe Uche is a sociopath yeah so like <laughs> like it's not that far off. If, if those numbers are right it's not that far off mm -hmm. that's pretty crazy um i highly recommend this book it's called the sociopath next door okay. i tell every girl who's dated a sociopath to read this book and they're all they read this and they're like this is word for word what happened to me this is like a bible this is like going like opening a book and like reading like your future and like what happened it's just crazy i, I highly like recommend they were in your mind put it put it in the book right like yeah yeah they're like they might as well be like in my life right now it's, not, it's an amazing book it's really really cool yeah. uh and, and both guys and women have to deal with sociopaths trust me it's i mean if one in eight people is a sociopath like that's literally like everybody <laughs> hold on let me look let me uh, i feel like hold on i want to make sure that's the right number so go the socio I'm, I'm putting this on my on my goodreads list door one in let's see what was it one in what where is it what are the factors here one in 25 one in 25 okay not eight one in 25 that's still that's still a crazy number it's a lot one, one in 25 that's like if you were in a classroom, one of those people is a sociopath. For sure. That's crazy. All right. Think about like your friend group too. Let's say you're like not immediate, but like the next level of friend group. Like that's at least one person is a sociopath in that group. Oh yeah. Time and time again. <laughs> that's been proven to be true. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always like when two of my friends end up dating each other and then you're like, oh, and they break no. up and then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that one was. Okay, I guess that was the one out of the 25. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Uche is, is, is not looking good. He didn't even show up. They invited him, and he was like, nope. He knew he was going to get his ass handed to him. He, he like, doesn't want to make himself look ugly, but he'll go up on all of those podcasts. He'll write articles. He'll go on lives. He'll talk shit about everybody, but won't do it in front of anybody's face. Like, yep. he's such a little shit. <laughs> little coward, little coward. And it's really funny because oh, Izzy was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't like him either. Uh, and then uh, uh, Milton was like, yeah, he texted in the group chat, but I just ignore it. So, like, they're in a group <laughs> chat, and he's just leaving him on scene constantly. I mean, like, Milton's long diatribe to Aaliyah about how Uche wasn't his friend. Like, we didn't need that. 
appreciated yeah. it, but we didn't need it. And like, I almost felt like he was trying to be like, Lee, it's not that big of a deal. He's an asshole yeah. in so many words. And like, that's fine. But also like, you don't know what she experienced either, whether or not you like the dude, like give her, yeah. give her the time, allow her to feel validated in some way, shape or form. True. True. Um, now we got uh, Mr. Captain America, red, white, and blue. Where was he on January 6th? <laughs> uh, JP. And JP and Taylor kind of have it out. And you know he apologizes to Taylor, which which is great. Uh, but she also holds him accountable. And she wouldn't let him get away with saying, like, oh, this this makeup comment was taken out of proportion. This stuff. Like, no, was, you were being a little sketchy there. Uh, you know, you just basically he wasn't really into her and that's what he said he was like it was off-putting which is the rough word to use like i met somebody and uh, my first reaction is oh this is off-putting <laughs> like then why did you even propose he's just socially awkward like he's he is just very so awkward. socially awkward when vanessa asked him like if he would hit on someone like taylor and he was like no because i don't hit on people like my friends basically introduced me to him i'm like oh Oh no, that's no, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. okay. Like the makeup thing is just weird. Like, like you, you, you do understand she will be not wearing makeup most of the time she's with you, right? Like she's not gonna be in makeup twenty four seven. It'll be okay, bro. Yeah, it'll be okay. Oh man, um, yeah, that was really, really weird. Uh, He's a weird dude. Yeah, yeah. But I do appreciate, I will say, I do appreciate how Taylor held him accountable and like, girl slate. Yeah. She looks yeah. great. She, she like great. held her poise. She called him out. She was like, you know, she forgave him. He apologized. Yeah. Like all of these wonderful things. So like, I will 100% give it up to Taylor. Yo, Taylor was killing it, man. Her, she had that gold dress on. She, her mm -hmm. makeup looked amazing. So mm -hmm. I don't even know what his problem mm -hmm. is, but it looked great um but yeah basically that was it for them uh they kind of hashed it out kind of their they forgave each other uh, and they're just good now so i guess i don't think they're being friends anytime soon but at least they can both move on well jp said he had moved on he has like a yeah. long girlfriend which i'm like how if you don't talk to girls like, like <laughs> how do you make it make you, sense yeah a lot of them have uh, a new relationship i think chris has somebody new johnny has somebody new mm -hmm. izzy has somebody new stacy has somebody new they all just like potentially because no potentially comment. yeah yeah she said potentially uh knowing stacy she'll self-sabotage <laughs> sooner or later Aaliyah had somebody new Aaliyah has somebody new uh yeah a lot of them are, are doing well for themselves so good as for them they're taking care of themselves that's yeah yeah and Aaliyah and lydia are not friends then they don't plan to be so <laughs> that relationship was not going to be repaired even though they don't don't care for uche they're is a speculation that Lydia and Uche did both know that they were going to be on the show. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they, you know, they were like, they made some comments. She said it was only a two minute conversation, which I'm just like, all right, bullshit. Uh, and like, I feel like Aliyah is probably right when she says, yeah, there's more to the eye than, than for that. sure. And I think that there's a lot of stuff. So apparently, Aliyah and Lydia had a conversation. Um, prior to the reunion or during filming, sorry, there's a bug, um, during filming um, where they like talked to each other and they hashed it out and it, they still didn't end on good terms. Yeah. Um, but also Aaliyah was saying in a podcast 
that she had done, or maybe it was a, anyways, um, a conversation that she had had that I recently saw that um, a lot of her story was also like highly misrepresented or highly edited to where a lot of the things that actually did happen were Mm. completely cut out. Um, And so moving into the reunion, she chose like not to push certain topics when she was asking Lydia questions and trying to get Lydia to like um, answer her. She chose not to continue pushing Lydia because she knew that it would just get like cut in Lydia's favor. Yeah. She was more was, of a central story than Leah was. That was smart. I think Lydia Lydia went with the whole I'm not a bad person. I just can't read the room kind of like excuse. Like I just couldn't read the room. It's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> um one of the fashion blogs that or like someone posted something that said that Lydia's dress made her look like Elvira and I was just like yes. Very much like, and not just in terms of looks, but like also adhering to energy and like vibe. Definitely, major Elvira like out sabotage you. Yeah. Also, how about Uche sending a text to both Lydia and Aaliyah right when the show was starting, and it's the same exact text. Copy paste. Copy and paste. Copy paste. I mean, it's like Vanessa said, at least he's efficient. <laughs> that that's true. That's true. It is efficient. He might as well just put him in a group chat and just send it to them. Add Milton in there too. <laughs> yeah, right. See who responds first. Nobody. They'll all leave him on red. <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. Well, that's the end of Love is Blind, and I don't know when the next one is starting. I don't know if we'll keep the next one. Jazz is pretty adamant about not supporting Love is Blind anymore, so we may not do Love is Blind uh, next season. So we'll see, man. Um, We'll see how these lawsuits shake out, and if they apologize and they make things right, maybe. Uh, If not, we may not be doing Love is Blind anymore. We might just be taking a stance and being, hey, if they're treating people that awfully, uh, we don't want to really support For uh, sure. the show. So we'll For see how sure. it goes. Uh, hopefully, I don't know when the next season is coming, but hopefully we'll have enough time to figure out what's going on. Uh, and then, yeah, but at least we finished this season off. Thank God. So the people with... O- <laughs> The people with OCD that needed to <laughs> finish this episode or else they would have gone crazy. Uh, we finished it for you guys. And hopefully you guys enjoyed our podcast more than you enjoy the show. Christina, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great having you. What else are you watching? We want to have you back for some reason. Um, we got to steal you uh, from uh, a dome and get you on some more <laughs> of our podcasts. Um, I'm, what am I watching? I just finished The Ultimatum Season 2. Okay. Um also wild um yeah i mean great british bake-off which is the best (laughs) great british bake-off sounds amazing but i don't know if we can make a podcast out of that you can't (laughs) it's like way too slow and like all we would talk about is like cake and cookie and bread designs and like that's not that's like not super engaging. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, we'll keep in touch. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll keep in touch. We'll keep in touch. We'll figure it out. What, what, if something new comes along and uh, we can get you on it, we'll, we'll have you on. It was a pleasure having you on. Uh, give our love to Adome, and we'll probably have him back on soon for Loki or whatever else is going on. Yeah. Uh, but thanks again. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Thanks for having me. Bye. Boop.